0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the State of Our Union. My name is Gavin. And that is Tucker.
1: And I'm Emily.
0: And I am officially back from my two-week vacation. Do you really want to call it a vacation? (laughs) No, it was... Not anywhere close to that. Yeah. I, I mean, I wish that it was, but then I probably would have felt a lot worse about being gone the whole time. I'm really glad <laughs> you said that. It's like, if you
1: think that you would take a two week vacation without your family <laughs> and feel good about that, no. baloney.
0: No, I would feel awful. So it did. It was awful being gone. Obviously, um, I was gone for 17 days, and during that time was Easter as well as mariana's second birthday like the actual day of her birthday and so i was you know in i was ready to miss that stuff like i was you know not very happy about it but i had kind of gotten over it
1: we'd prepared for it we mentally prepared um and like while you were gone i kind of I prepped Mari for it, like, "Yeah, you're gonna be two, and we'll celebrate when Daddy gets back." Right. Like, you're still turning two on Thursday, but yeah,
0: and it's a big deal for the, our kids because the way our daycare is structured, like, if you're less than two years old, you're upstairs in like the baby area, and as soon the day you turn two years old, you go downstairs with the big kids. So for like kids at the daycare, this is like the big. Birthday, right? The big birthday, and Mariana yes. was the last one of like her batch to go. Yeah, I, sounds it sounds weird. Sounds weird, but
1: <laughs> but you know how that is with daycares. Like they can only take so many numbers, right? Of babies of certain age groups at certain times because you have to have.
0: Um there's legal rules.
1: Legal rules, you have to have like so ratio. many that's the word I was looking for. I, got I was gonna you. say proportion, but so I was like, it's so wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, anyways, but you have to have the right ratio and so
0: Right. And so she was the only one that was up there that was like what, 13, 14 months plus. Yeah. And everybody else was like a little baby, like yeah, every,
1: Everyone else is in our, our youngest.
0: Right. So she was so ready to go downstairs. And so mm-hmm. this is a it was a big deal mm-hmm. for her to turn to.
1: Not only that, but Starting a couple months ago, if, if our kids were like some of the last ones mm-hmm. to get picked up, like they would let her go downstairs and hang out right. down there just for like, you could tell it was just like five, 10 minutes, just yeah. like mom and dad are almost here. You know, you want to go color a picture or something. Mm-hmm. And you could tell that she just enjoyed being treated like a big kid. So this was a, this was a big birthday for her.
0: Right. So I was you know pretty bummed about missing it, but. I have some awesome leadership in my unit, and I didn't ask for it. I didn't even like think that it was going to be a thing. But Mm-mm. you know, my leadership came to me a couple of days before her birthday, and was just like, "Hey, I you know, when's her birthday? What day is it?" And I, you know, started getting a thought like, "Oh, what are you guys, you know, planning or whatever?" But they <laughs> yeah, ended up getting me down.
1: Right? Okay.
0: <laughs> They ended up giving me a pass um, on the day of her birthday, just for a few hours that night. Mm -hmm. Um, And we weren't very far from where we live. So I was able to drive back, have dinner with you guys. Yeah. And then, uh, I, I mean, I had to take off pretty quickly after dinner, but...
1: Yeah, we got them in bed and then you took off, so.
0: But it was just, it was awesome to be able to actually get to spend part of the day with. And you
1: did a really nice job of surprising all of us. Like, I didn't have, I didn't have a clue you were coming. I kept thinking that your questions about, like, oh, where are you going to eat? What are you going to do? I thought that was all just general, like, caring father stuff. Because you would ask those questions anyways. Right. And we're sitting there in the restaurant and all of a sudden I hear your voice and I look over and there you are just, you know, crouched down next to her and you look on her face was just beautiful. Oh yeah. She was so excited.
0: It was a nice surprise. And I, yeah. I try to surprise you guys sometimes, but yes. sometimes yeah. I get away with it and sometimes I don't.
1: I never get away with surprising <laughs> you. Never, not
0: once. I'm very suspicious.
1: Yes. Well, and I'm I'm just always bad with like hiding the clues. I remember there was one AT that we kept telling you, like, oh, yeah, I won't be able to be there to
0: pick, up. pick
1: you up or whatever. And you walked into your parents' house because that's where you always go when right. you get back because it's in the same town. And... and. You walked into the living room, like, no surprise at all that we were there. And I was like, oh my gosh, how'd you know? And you're like, well, Tucker came to the door to greet me. So I kind of figured you guys were here. Right. I'm like, oh, of course, duh. Yeah. You bring the dog, of course he's going to know.
0: Yeah, but that was, you know, that was really awesome. And
1: yes, it was.
0: Know, so. I didn't have to miss out on as much yeah, which was nice.
1: Which we had prepared for. Right. Mentally, we had really prepared for that, so yeah. that was a really nice surprise.
0: But we did pre-plan for her birthday to be her birthday party to be yes. after I got back, and yep. so we had that just this past Saturday. Yep. And I think it was a hit.
1: I think it was good.
0: Mariana is obsessed with BB-8 from the new Star Wars movies, and yep. even though she's only probably seen it the movie, it's once
1: right, and it, we have not shown her Last Jedi. She has only seen Force Awakens, right? Because and probably
0: only one time,
1: once or twice, maybe.
0: Yeah, but you know, there's enough yeah. other stuff out there with books and
1: books you know, and stuffed animals, and you see it in um, you know stores. Right. We have pictures of her and her sister wearing bike helmets that look like droid characters yeah. because they just see them, they're like, oh my god.
0: Yeah, so. so she just was obsessed with BB8. So we figured, why not? Let's go for it. And if you've taken a look at our Instagram, you can see the ridiculous work that Emily put in <laughs> to create these awesome cakes.
1: Oh, I, w- I don't know if I'd go as far as calling them awesome, but they—you can tell what they're supposed to be. They serve <laughs> a purpose. So.
0: For a two-year-old, I think. I mean, she loved it.
1: Yes, and and that was—I was really excited when both Danny and Mari looked at the cakes and were like that's bb-8 that's right. r2d2 and i was like okay if they can figure out what these are i'm not too far off right so yeah.
0: yeah so we had a lot of fun with it you know we we went around and named some of the other foods after star wars characters yeah.
1: you can definitely check those out on the instagram yeah. there's some really good pictures of and what happened
0: we got mariana a big stuffed bb-8 that's almost as tall as she is yeah that Which
1: they actually love. Yeah,
0: she's all about, you know, yeah. she was screaming her head off when she opened yep. it. So,
1: yeah, we've learned now that when she's overwhelmed with emotion, she doesn't <laughs> like, she doesn't cry, she doesn't giggle or anything. She just like, she takes a moment and then she just screams yeah,
0: like a velociraptor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay, so let's jump into um, our topic for this week. And we're going to talk a little bit about being. Apart. Separated. Yeah.
1: Well, well, yeah. Okay. Separated might let's, be a little too strong of you, a word. <laughs> yeah, let's have you re say apart because I said separated and that sounds bad.
0: <laughs> We're going to talk about being apart. Yes. Um, not being, you know, your couple self and being your
1: individual self, but in, in capacities that you don't really like being your individual self. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. Like that, so, not necessarily that you'd want me along with you in the army, but you're sort of like, this is a job I have to do rather than a job I'm choosing to do because I love it so much with, it, does, that, does that make yeah. sense? Like,
0: I know what you mean. I don't okay. know if they'll know what you mean, okay. I know what you mean, but it's going to basically yeah. be like, you know, if you have to go on a work trip, if you have yep. to go on, you know, some kind of an extended stay out of town and yep. you know, your family's not going with you, um, things of that nature. Yeah. And so
1: obligations that pull you away from your family that you would either rather have your family with you, or you'd rather just be home with your family. Right. But those obligations that are are completely unavoidable.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we have kind of a special understanding. I think I said that in a previous podcast, the special understanding of what this is like, because yeah. I am gone you know quite a bit for military obligations mm-hmm. and so we're going to start by talking about how we kind of prep ourselves and how yeah. we prep the kids for mm-hmm. one of us being gone yes
1: and that i mean preparation is so important especially with children so yeah. you talk about selves sure
0: So what do you do when I say, or when we get the calendar at the beginning of the year Mm -hmm. and it says, Oh, you're going to be gone for eight days in this month, or you're going to be gone for two weeks in this month. Mm -hmm. How do you start to mentally prepare for that? Or when do you start mentally preparing for it?
1: Pretty much as soon as we get the calendar, I start looking at dates. I start kind of thinking about months, what's happening in that month, especially being a teacher, like looking at the dates is super crucial. I've Mm -hmm. learned because, you know. Okay, so we have conferences in mid to late March. Right. While you, you know, you left the Tuesday night that we were having conferences. Yeah. So then I'm, you know, like looking ahead, I'm trying to like mentally figure out, okay, what days do I need to figure out another person to come Mm
0: -hmm.
1: be a parental figure in the house while I have to be somewhere else and while you can't be here. Right. Um So it's, you know, starting by looking at the calendar, you know, kind of mentally preparing, okay, what do I have to do in order to make these dates work for us? Yeah. The next thing that I do for myself is I kind of look at how the dates fall. So like this year you had normal weekend drills leading up to like a slightly longer drill Gosh, in midwinter or so, Mm -hmm. and then you had this long, this longest drill.
0: Yeah, January.
1: Yeah, so basically, I looked at it as like, okay, like the drill weekends we can do them normally, but I have to start like each time, like allowing grandparents and others to like helping help me, so that that one in January I can do it all by myself, so that the one the you know the one in March and April I. You know, I know that. Hey, I did January all by myself. So if I can do that all by myself, it's just a few more days. I can right. make it work. So it's it's almost like it's almost like training for a marathon. Like you start by running a mile, right? And then you run two, and then you run four, and then you know, like yeah. you have to build yourself up so that you know, like you have the stamina to do it by yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The other thing is, I do a lot of mental preparation. Like I think back to when you were gone for basic training
0: mm-hmm. and
1: like, okay, what were some things I did then to try and just get myself through the day? Like, how did I keep myself busy? Right. Or, um, I, you know, thinking about, cause it's more like AIT than basic training, which I right. know these, I know the that the nuances. alphabets don't all make <laughs> sense to everybody out yeah. there, but, um, basically in basic, I knew there was going to be absolutely no communication besides the occasional phone call where I feel like we spent half the time just like crying Crying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) because it Um, was like once every five weeks right it was
1: it was tough um and then letters yeah and AIT was well I could talk to you two three times a week on mm-hmm. FaceTime like I could actually see you we could right. actually hear each other's voices fairly regularly. So I would think back to like how that felt and the things that I would do during the day to just kind of keep myself running. Right. Like just thinking back to those times that helped a lot for me personally. Now mm-hmm. with kids it's it's totally different because I have to remember those things I did to like fill my day back when I we didn't have kids. Right, I don't need as many things because
0: <laughs> they will take. They up are all the things. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, that's how I prepare myself. Okay. Do you want to talk about yourself? Yeah, or we can, I can talk. We can I'm talk about very the kids? much
0: yeah. I'm okay. very much the opposite than you. I like to procrastinate up until the last second. Like I won't even think about it. You know. I'll, okay.
1: Which I'll say I can tell because I ask you <laughs> questions all the time where I'm like, are you sure it's on this day? And you're like, I don't
0: know. And I'm yeah. like, okay, all right. Yeah, well, they have to call me like a week beforehand just to give me all the details. So I don't really have to think about it up until then. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> so when I get the calendar, you know, I put all the dates into my calendar and I keep a copy of it on my phone so that I can refer to it. And obviously I have to put in for those days at work. Because you know having a a regular full-time job and then having a military obligation, those clash quite a bit. yep. And so you know that can be really difficult for the employer. And so you know, I really appreciate that my employers have been gracious about and flexible. it. flexible and very flexible. Mm-hmm. And I know you know legally they have to be, but it's a lot easier with some employers than others. You know, and mm-hmm. I know people that have a heck of a time, and so I'm happy right. that I'm not in that situation.
1: And I would say, like, I don't feel like they make you feel guilty or anything about no, it. Like, not it's mine. like, yep, we understand. Yeah, we'll see when you get back. Right. Good luck. So.
0: So. <clears throat> in terms of you know the scheduling piece, you know it's oh. not such a I don't I try not to worry about it too much because I know there's nothing I can do about it. Right. Um, but I do, you know, beforehand. As far as like mentally preparing myself for the short weekend ones, it's not such a big deal. It's more of an annoyance, but for these more extended ones, like in January and like this past one here, it is more difficult because you realize there are things you're going to be missing. You look at the kids and you're like, oh man, they're going to be so different when I get back. And it's, you know, you wouldn't think that five days makes a lot of difference, but it does, you know?
1: Every time you're gone, you talk about how Mari looks so much older. Yeah. And oh my gosh, she's saying sentences and they're so clear. And
0: Yeah, they, they seem to just jump leaps and bounds when you're not around. Yeah. But I really try not to think about it. You know, I don't pack my bag until like the day before.
1: Yeah, which drives me nuts. I don't
0: shave okay. my beard until the night before. You know, like yep. I will put it off until the very last second because I am a bit of a procrastinator, at least in that respect. And so then when I have to jump into it, I guess I don't, without giving myself too much to think about, it makes it a little bit easier because it's just like, well, now I'm in it, so it's already happening. Yeah. You know, there's no reason to.
1: You don't fret about it as no. it comes up. You're just like, all right, it's here. Let's do it. Yeah.
0: And then I'm in my fifth or sixth year at this point. So, you know, it's yeah. it's at a point where it's not as big a deal anymore, you know, at at first, especially when you're at, you know, the basic trainings and stuff like that, it is brand new. So it's really difficult, but now it's, you know, it seems more routine. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Okay. So let's talk about how we get the kids ready because that is more difficult. I think, especially, you know,
1: What I find it, I almost think it's more important because the kids' reactions to the change mm-hmm. affect my ability to function sometimes. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, I'd say a huge thing that we do for our kids is communicate.
0: Yeah.
1: And we start communicating early, and we communicate often.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, it's early the cliche. <laughs> but it helps so much. You know, Yeah. daddy's going to be, you know, in a few weeks, daddy's going to be gone for... A, a good long while, so um, we're gonna have to get used to Daddy not being here. So you're gonna yeah. have to help Mommy out, okay? And mm-hmm. and oh, in a couple days, Dad's gonna have to go. Remember, he has to go to the army. and Yeah, and, and they're
0: they're really cute about it. You know, they, they are.
1: They they tell everybody.
0: Yeah, Daddy's at army. Daddy's at army. army. Yeah. So you know, I don't know that, if that's really pride, but it's it's good that they understand what's going on mm-hmm. and they know, you know, we tell them when I'm coming back, they yep. know that, that it will end and that it's, mm-hmm. you know,
1: absolutely
0: that it's temporary mm-hmm. and yeah. So I, you know, being upfront with them and, and we do, we prep them, you know, a week out or a few days out yep. and then again, the day of, yep. you know, because if they just come home and you're not there, it's very whole, confusing. Yeah. yeah it, it's mess. very
1: confusing for you. know, Where's daddy? Why is he not here? Mm-hmm you know bring him back i want daddy yeah which yeah which i I don't think we've ever really experienced that but knowing how they can behave sometimes even after being Hmm. like talked through with all this like i can't i can't imagine how rough it would be for them yeah to deal with not knowing and then all of a sudden you're gone right so yeah what else do we do Just a lot of talk, I think.
0: Oh, yeah. I think that's the big thing. I mean, I don't, -hmm. like, practice being away or I don't, you know, miss out. Because I I wouldn't want to miss out on something and i have to miss out later.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes.
0: But, yeah, I think just the communication piece Mm -hmm. is probably the biggest. Mm
1: -hmm. I think there have also been times where if it's something that you typically do for them, like, Mm -hmm. um, say, like, Mari's potty training and you do a lot of the potty training. Not that I don't want to but I don't want to No, Um, she just, she's daddy's girl. So she, right. she does tend to ask for you to help a lot, but we'll do things where it's like, well, instead of daddy helping you this time, can mommy, cause mommy yeah. needs to learn how you want this done so that it's, it's an acceptable exchange almost like, yeah. okay, at least you understand how to do this now. You're not doing it totally wrong. Or, you know.
0: So Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's talk about when when I am gone. Because mostly it's me being gone. I mean, there yeah, are times I'm where I'm gone, gone here
1: and there. But for it's usually just for a day. Stuff. It's, yeah, or a for part a night or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. So let's talk about how it is for you when I am gone. And then I'll talk about how it is for me when I'm gone.
1: Okay. Well, when you're gone, I would say like the first few days are the hardest. Yeah. Because. I have to like retrain myself to be to function as a single. Mm-hmm. In other words, like I come home and I have to remind myself, like no one's going to help me prep dinner tonight. I better do it all right now or if you, you know, if you want those clothes put away, you better just do it yourself. There's no one to lean on. It's going to help you. Mm-hmm. And I would say the hardest times for me would be like this time in our day, we often record after the kids have gone to bed. Um, so it's like this time in our day where 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 the kids are down and I'm looking around to be a couple again. Yeah, and I'm looking around and when you're not there it's like the house is too quiet, there's no one to talk to. I end up like binge watching television shows (laughs) because I just I'm looking for adult contact that that can be kind of private mm-hmm. which sounds weird that i'm using television show. i mean i am sure a lot <laughs> of people do that but right. you know i don't have another person who is an adult here at the house who can be my support mm-hmm. after a long day so that's really the hardest time for me um so yeah so I, I try to find things to fill it with sometimes i fill it with books right but i also notice that i throw myself into like the housekeeping tasks a lot more. Like when you're not here, I don't have as many dishes. <laughs> and when you're not here, the laundry is done before we go to school and um, daycare Monday morning. Yeah, it it never is when you I'm are a home. Huge You are so distracted. <laughs> you know, the the playroom is always clean. Right. When you're gone, because I have the kids help me tidy up the playroom every night. Um, but when you're here, I, you you fill that piece of time just by being here, just by being a body to talk right. to. And so I do, I like, I'm constantly, I think I lose weight when you're gone, not because I like eat less or anything, just because I'm like, go, go, go gotta do stuff <laughs> because he's not here. So yeah. just gotta keep busy. So I think that's how I cope when you're gone.
0: Sure. I'm kind of
1: healthy, life. but
0: yeah. It could could, be worse. It could be much worse. It could be way worse.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) For me, I I think it's similar to what you're saying. You know, it it is like a bell curve. And I was kind of talking uh, with one of my buddies about it. You know, it it really sucks at the beginning. Yes. Right? I mean, because you're not used to it and you're jumping back in and you're having to adjust to a totally different lifestyle. And so the first, you know, 3 or 4 days are just suck. They're mm-hmm. awful. And then you start to get used to the suck and it's, you know, it starts to become not so bad and it, you know, you you get into kind of a groove and you know, being a married person, you're still, you know, your your mind is kind of split off into, you know, mm-hmm. thinking about the kids or thinking about your your significant other and when you're an adult and you have responsibilities, thinking about those things as well. Um, whereas, you know, some of my buddies that are in the guard, they're younger guys or they're still single. And so they don't have quite as much to worry about.
1: They can and be so, in the moment and not think about what's happening at home or right. what's happening with kids and spouse because they don't exist. It's right. just, well, so was taking care of my dog, so it's fine. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, you know, it's it's different when you are married. And it's different when you're a parent, but, um, yeah. So the middle chunk isn't as bad, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're trying to find things to occupy your time. Luckily, you know, we have access to, you know, phones and yeah. and stuff like that. Sometimes not all the mm-hmm. time, but, um, so that makes it a little bit easier because we are able to communicate back with home. Yeah. Um, but it's not as bad in the middle. then the end comes and you're just dying to get home. Right. I mean like the last three days you're just sitting there begging time to go faster because you were just so over it and it starts to suck all over again.
1: And you're so close. You're You're so so close close
0: and you just cannot get out of there fast enough. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And that's, and that's always how it goes is, you know, everything gets torn down as fastly and recklessly as possible. And, And we, you know, we book it back to home station and, you know, throw everything back where it goes. And, you know, everybody just tries to, everybody's ready to be home. Mm -hmm. So, you know, for me personally, it's, you know, it's difficult, but I try to be in the moment and recognize, you know, what is the task at hand? You know, what do I need to focus on here Mm -hmm. in the moment? Um, But there is always that part of you that's, thinking, you know, oh what do the kids do today at daycare? What are they having for dinner tonight? Or, you know, mm-hmm. did are they are they being good, <laughs> you know, or is Emily pulling her hair out, you know?
1: Oh yeah. All the all time.
0: The time. <laughs> so yeah, the being away mm-hmm. is tough. But yeah. it does make it easier when we are able to talk because we do you know, you and I try to FaceTime Every so often yeah. or talk on the phone yeah. or at least you at know, least text, text each other. Yeah. You know,
1: Hey, how's your day? Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. I want to tell you more about it when we can actually talk. Sounds good. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, basically the most basic support that we can be for each other. Yeah. So, yeah. I'd say for the kids, I don't want to say like they're in the mode of sucks all the way through <laughs> because they do, they do kind of get used to it at, at certain points. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, in the mornings, mom's gonna kind of constantly be telling us, to, like, hurry up, let's go, you're being turtles, let's go, let's go, let's right. go. Because it's totally different doing the job of two parents, um, getting kids ready in the morning mm-hmm. when you're only one parent. But I would say they're very much like you in that they sense when it's winding down yeah. and they start asking, when's daddy coming home? <laughs> two days, sweetie, in two days in two days he, he'll he'll be here yes in two days what day is that friday <laughs> okay okay friday how many days two days you know, like it's, <laughs> it's a constant reminder and yeah. they i think they do that too where it's this like willing time to go faster because yeah. their daddy is going to to get them and you know hold them again and like i said our our daughters are daddy's girls so it's not that they don't enjoy spending time with their mom like they are they can be the sweetest little angels when you're gone like we have moments where we're holding each other and you know i had a moment um this past week where I was crying. Like I was just really frustrated with something and I was like bawling and they saw, and I was so embarrassed that I was just like losing it. And they came over and they were holding me, you know, like they were being the mommies and they're like, (laughs) it's okay, mommy. It's okay. Don't cry. Don't cry. And so we do have our good moments where, where they are so happy to be with mom and they, they love mom and they want to take care of mom. But definitely as it gets closer and when they can sense like it's gotta be soon it has to be yeah. soon they are definitely like when's daddy coming home
0: right
1: where's daddy so all
0: right well let's talk about the the best part then
1: oh the homecoming yes yes So,
0: um, for me want, yeah
1: for me it's sort of like it's kind of unbelievable
0: mm-hmm.
1: like i always know i know what day you're coming back um, I kind of like, we talk enough so that I kind of have approximately what time and, and then like the moment, if it's a normal drill and you're like, okay, come get me. It's like, I can't, I can't get my car fast enough. Right. You know, like I'm driving there and I like it. the car can't go fast enough, but I also know that I, I have to stay within a speed limit. So I'm like, darn it. <laughs> you know, I just want to get there. I want to get there. Yeah. Let's pick him up. When it's something like this, where you're coming home, I, Like, again, I'm like the kids, or like you, where I want time to go faster as you're coming home. So I very much, like, I take one glance at the clock, and then I kind of give you, like, this long estimate of, like, oh, he should be home in, like, two hours, or, oh, it'll be, like, an hour and a half, when really it's only going to be, like, an hour and ten minutes. Right. Because then when you walk in the door just a little early, I'm like, you're here! You know, and it's sort of... It's it seriously is like I had bricks on my shoulders and right. I see you and you're back in our world and mm-hmm. the bricks they don't like I can't even say like melt away because it's not like a gradual it's like this instant pull of everything that has been stressing me out or everything I felt like I have to do because you're not here
0: right
1: It's just gone instantly and you know, I run to you and I'm like, <laughs> hugging you and that's it, it's it's almost like those first few weeks of being in love again where it's like giddy in your tummy and butterflies right. and like the good nauseous feeling not like I'm going to puke all <laughs> over you but like the I'm so excited right. feeling so for me homecoming is just wonderful yeah. amazing like even talking about it now I'm getting all like jittery <laughs> and excited like oh he
0: came home yeah. yay no, I love coming home for everybody's reaction. You know, because I do. Sometimes I try and make it a surprise, and sometimes, at least, you know, for you, I tell you when about that I'll be home. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and I, I almost never tell the the kids.
0: Right. It's always like, a surprise oh, Daddy, for them.
1: I'll be home soon. Just yeah. Just hang out. When Daddy gets home, we'll do this other thing. But we'll just hang out for a little while. Yeah. I'll, you
0: know. yeah. So I love to see that. For me, it is like. If you've ever carried, a you know like a sixty-pound rucksack, or if you've ever carried like all of the groceries in at the same time, mm-hmm. and set done them, that. And so set,
1: so proud when I do,
0: right? And you've set them all down, and you you just feel, you know, like Relaxed. all of that weight come off of you, yep. and you're just like shaking it off. Like that feeling when you walk back into your own house is so wonderful. Like there's nothing better than coming home. And just being with the people you love, Mm -hmm. and so that for me is is the biggest you know biggest relief when I finally do, you know, walk through the door. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there is a a a flip side too. I mean, there's a a a hard part, um, especially if it is a military obligation, Mm -hmm. because you do get into a different kind of a culture, a different kind of a mindset. Mm -hmm. And so you come back and it takes a few days or it takes, you know, a week, you know, at least for these short stints Mm -hmm. to readjust to home life, right? you know, and if, and if anybody in our family or if anybody that's listening has, you know, had somebody or they themselves that have been deployed or been on long engagements and then come home, Mm -hmm. they, they understand um that it does take time to readjust right. and i know that that was a big thing for me when i got back from my initial training mm-hmm. you know <clears throat> i came back different and you i did. and i know yes. that and and you recognize that mm-hmm. and it took a a mm-hmm. while for me just to kind of yeah and i don't think i ever got back to where i was before i left but just to adjust back to civilian life.
1: Yeah. And that's a great point because as a spouse, that's, I try to kind of make note of the things that I've changed in the house. Mm -hmm. And I try to remember to tell you, I did a really bad job this time. (laughs) (laughs) There were things that you were like, Oh, you did this. It actually works really well that way. And I'm like, sorry, but um, as your spouse, there are a lot of things that I'm like, okay, we're not going to change. Like, even though I've had this thought of this might be really cool. Like, Mm -hmm. Like, I'm never going to, like, paint the house while you're gone. Because if you come in, it's a completely different color. you would be like, what What happened? Why did this happen? Mm -hmm. You know, we, I I keep things as, you know, the same as we possibly can. Because otherwise, I can totally see it. It would feel like I've missed everything. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so, and that, you know, that for me is is great because it does, it, it feels like you're coming back to the same place that you left mm-hmm. and it makes it easier to transition back into hopefully what you remember, you know, yeah. that you were. Um, and I'm not saying I've done, I've had any kind of dramatic, traumatic experiences no. or anything, but I mean, even if you just go, you know, and experience a different culture for a while, you're going to be changed. And right. so right. that is a... You know, yeah. it is it is a, a bit an issue. So, And
1: I'd say, like you said before, the hardest changes that happen for you while you're gone, even for a short amount of time, mm-hmm. is the changes in our kids. Yeah, when you definitely. When they, you know, when they come running to you and you're like, oh, my gosh, your hair is longer or you're, you're speaking clearer or, oh, my gosh, did you just use this word? I've never heard you use that right. word before.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, um, when I remember when you left for basic tucker was
0: he was so four
1: months old yeah he was still he was like i could still kind of carry him on like one arm yeah and um when you got back from basic and your advanced training and everything he i mean he was full-grown dog yeah so when i let him out of the house to go see you which he still remembered you like he was crazy about you yeah, you know, I could kind of see on your face. It was like, oh my gosh, this is <laughs> this is yeah. our dog, not our puppy anymore. Yeah. So that was probably one of the most dramatic changes you've ever had to deal with. Was yeah. oh geez, I miss this this whole life change <laughs> of this puppy growing into a dog. Yeah, so. and that's
0: always you know what I think about when I do leave is you know how much am I going to miss? What am I going to miss? Because like Rory's at a point right now where he could start crawling any day. Or no, he
1: won't. He won't, but he could. <laughs> he's a lazy he's a, little one. He's a
0: stinker. But, you know, and right now he only has one tooth. But any day now we're going to wake up and he's going to have he's a had, mouth full of teeth. He's going to
1: have two, three, four teeth. Yeah. Right.
0: And so, you know, you think about that kind of stuff, like, what am I going to miss? And then if you are gone for a long time, like, you know, if I were to get deployed and I come back, that would be a whole year's worth of stuff mm-hmm. that I would miss. And so, you know, you just think about. You know, now all the things that I've got to experience with Mariana and with Daenerys to have to miss all that stuff Mm -hmm. with my son, yeah, would just—I mean—that would be heartbreaking,
1: right?
0: So it is difficult, and you don't think about it when you sign up. You know, right? Six years—you never think about what can change in six years. the,
1: The children you could have and the the homes you might live in, and
0: right. So it's tough, but. You know, it's an obligation and
1: yeah.
0: I'm gonna I'm making the most of it.
1: I think you're doing a great job. So I think you try to find the, the positives where you can. So yeah. For the kids, I know that homecoming is like the be all end all of when you're right. when you're gone. Like when you walk back in mm-hmm. that's just like <laughs> that's like candy on Christmas morning with syrup and <laughs> I don't know, and magic princess cars and just everything good in in the world for our children. When you walk in the door, it's like it's just blossoming. Yeah, Um, yeah, this past time, they were at daycare when you got home, and... So we pulled up in your car, which mm-hmm. they were, and they were all happened to be trotting into daycare from um, the outside, outside play area. Yeah. And we could see they were all lined up because they, you know, they're very organized. They line them all up at the door and then they mm-hmm. all go in at once. And our and girls,
0: our girls wear very distinct hats. So they're yes, easy to it's pick it's so out. easy to find them.
1: So they're walking in and I'm like, oh, Danny, totally missed you. And, and of course they're not looking for your car. They're looking for my car. Right. And so Danny totally missed you. I think she went all the way down to yeah. to her level, and Mariana happened to be like last in the line. Mm-hmm. And we walk up behind them, and Mariana happened to turn around at the top of the stairs, and she looks back and she sees me. I'm like, "Hey, Mari, who's this?" And she sees you yeah. and just, Daddy. Uh, and she just, she lets out the scream. biggest scream ever. Like I said, when she's overfilled, like just too much emotion, she doesn't know what to do other than scream. Yeah. So she's literally just like a banshee. Just, I don't know how long it was, like 20 seconds I of just know, straight yeah. high pitch screaming. <laughs> so Danny, of course, comes charging up the stairs because she's like, oh my gosh, my sister is screaming. Right. Something's <laughs> gotta be wrong. And she's kind of around a corner, so she can't see um, her dad. And she sees me, and I'm like, Danny, look. And I'm kind of like, got to mm-hmm. come around here and look. And she pokes her head out, and she just gets, like, the softest, sweetest grin and just goes, Daddy. And you can just <laughs> tell, like, everything was perfect for her. She ran out of the building, kind of jumped into your arms mm-hmm. and was like... You could just see on her face, like the world was right again. yeah, the, everything that she was worried about, everything that had weighed on her for two weeks was gone because right. Daddy was here. And Mom's pretty good, but there's nothing like Daddy. <laughs> so, yeah, and Rory, I think I think this would kind of talk about how you worry about the changes right and being there, because Rory took a second, like he kind of looked at you like, your face is familiar, man. Yeah.
0: It took a few minutes and for him then, to really register.
1: And then I think once you kind of held him, it was sort of like, "Oh yeah. I yeah. know you." Yeah. You smell right or something, <laughs> you know, like it it took him a second, but yeah. but even in the few days that you've been home, um like he's back to like leaning on your shoulder and mm-hmm. like cuddling up with you. Yeah, and,
0: we've gotten back really quickly, which yeah. is nice when they're this young. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy for them to You know, transition back
1: to knowing a person. Yeah,
0: and with me being gone not for so long, it also helps that they haven't had time to
1: really forget. forget. Yeah,
0: and I think that's you know not to be put a downer on stuff, but you know that's another thing that people that are gone for a long long periods of time have to worry about is you know the the younger kids not remembering everything about you know who they are when they come back or, you know, you're different, but they're also different too. And so you're trying to interact with them, how you remember when you left. And, you know,
1: if you think of like, if you ever had, um, an extended family member who lives a distance, who, you know, like maybe as you were growing up, mm-hmm. you didn't always recognize them when they came in through the door. And right. there was always a little caution like, everybody's acting like I should be cool with this person, but I don't re- really know them or remember them. Yeah. You know, that's hard for the kid. But then if the person is actually their parent, that's really hard for the parent then. Because yeah. you're like, I love you so much. I've thought about you every single day and yeah. you've forgotten me. But it's, it's also completely understandable because their world has been changing, you know, chunk by chunk, moment by moment, um, without the the person. So that's really, it's tough on both sides, but luckily this time it wasn't too long. And I don't know. I say, I think that Rory does a lot by smell. So I think it was, (laughs) it was like, "Mm, yeah, I I know this smell. (laughs) You're totally cool, man. Yeah,
0: totally. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be home.
1: We're so happy to have you home.
0: And I won't have to be gone again for a while, which is nice. Yes. Um, And when I do leave again, it'll just be for three days. days, So no big deal. But, um, you know, so long as Syria can settle down and... Korean Peninsula can let's just, yeah. Let's
1: just say, you <laughs> the know, rant, the like world all, can just
0: settle down. Yeah,
1: all world powers out there, you know, all all the people in control of the major things, like just like drink some 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 happy peaceful tea and. <laughs> Sit down to a friendly game of chess and just relax. Right. Be chill. That made me sound super high saying all that. (laughs) I'm not. But, you know. Yeah. It'd be be nice if
0: my husband
1: and father of my children could just hang out here at home.
0: Yeah. I'd like that.
1: I'd like that, too. (laughs) So, yeah.
0: Homecoming-wise. Yes. Make sure if you are a parent. Yeah. Make sure that you take time to spend with just your significant other yes. separately from your kids. Yes. Because oh so true. Not only are you their parent, but you are also a husband or a wife. Right. And it's so important to reconnect on yes. that level as well as on the parental level.
1: Yes. Because your spouse has been being pretty much strictly parent right. for the past however long you've been gone. And so then when you are back, they are really looking for a moment to stop being parent and just to be spouse because being parent has been exhausting. Yeah. And especially, I was going to say, especially if it's in our house, like, um, last week's podcast, I I know that it was kind of a joke, um, at the beginning when I said, you know, everybody's just screaming daddy all the time. (laughs) But it was true. Like hearing the cry for daddy all the time, that got really hard and it, made me feel yeah kind of like nobody wants me (laughs) so then yeah when you got home and we were able to spend some time just being spouses it was like finally somebody wants me because I'm just me
0: yeah so so take that time good point yes I'm glad I remembered because that is important
1: that's so important
0: all right. So yeah, if you have any tricks or tips yeah. um, for how you, you know, get your kids ready or what you do to mentally prepare when your significant other's leaving. Or how
1: you deal as they're gone. Right. I would love to hear that. Yeah. I, you know, seriously, I didn't even really touch on like the hardest thing for me is the bed. Yeah. Like sleeping in a bed that you share with somebody else by yourself. Like... I know people who joke about how, like, oh, yeah, like, I sleep crooked when you're not around or I totally sleep in the middle because I right. love it. And, you know, I don't. <laughs> like, I start on my side of the bed and when I move to the middle, in the middle of the night, like, I wake up and my back hurts and I've been, I know that I've been sleeping in positions that are all wrong right. or I've been sleeping on, like, this weird divot somewhere <laughs> and I hate it. And falling asleep is hard. Mm-hmm. So... I say that part of homecoming that I love as well is just having, like, the body next to me again. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you're just a body at that moment, but I need it right there. I'll be
0: that. I don't mind. (laughs) No, I think this is a good one for, you know, army wives, in air quotes, or, like, you know, those kinds of people to listen to. And to kind of help us out. Let's let's leave
1: out the sexism here, okay? Army spouses. Yeah.
0: There you go. Or military spouses. Mil-
1: oh, yes, yes. All branches. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a good one for, you know, people in that situation. And especially if you guys, you know, have been through deployments or things like mm-hmm. that, you know, we would like to hear those tips I because would I know love to hear that. that is extremely difficult. And mm-hmm. I have heard all the stories of, you know, well, I got divorced after my first deployment and then I got remarried for my second one and then I got divorced after that one, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, not that I'm saying that we worry about that, but no, but you know,
1: but it, still, knowing knowing the feelings ahead of time. Not saying that deployment is on the horizon. That's no, not what we're saying. But you never know. But we never know. Um, but just hearing those stories can make our relationship stronger in these moments of distance,
0: right?
1: As well as other people, if you care to share.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: We spoke for way longer than I thought we were. I think
0: that's to be expected. Truth, after truth, not being, not truth. being in our groove. So, you yep. all right? Before we get to an hour-long podcast, we yeah. should probably exit, exit this, this beast. beast. <laughs> <laughs> that's for a friend who said that I needed to use that more often. Shout out to you. I won't. I won't hint on any names because. I
1: don't remember which friend it was that told me. See how much he loves all of you? No, I'm think, kidding.
0: I'm pretty sure it was Mitchell. And he's probably going to fangirl when he hears me say his name on here. So I hope he does. I hope he does too.
1: I hope Swede does too. Oh,
0: Swede. Okay. All righty. So hit us up on our facebook page you can search the state of our union or golden apple uh if you want to see those pictures from mariana's birthday of emily's excellent cake making check us out on instagram <laughs> at golden apple and if you have a personal story you want to share or any suggestions for the show feel please, free e-
1: please email yeah. us at uh the dot golden apple at gmail.com.
0: Yes, and all those golden apples are G-U-L-D-E-N. I know we have to do that every week, but just in case. Yep. Um, and somebody, come on, hit us up on iTunes. We're, please, still, please. we're still waiting for you.
1: Give us some sort of feedback on <laughs> iTunes, please. All right. That's the state of our union.
0: What's the state of yours?
1: Have a great week.
0: We'll see you next time.